Welcome to our podcast, Doing It Right. This podcast reveals authentic stories from successful leaders doing it right. It's about their journey to become a leader, their choices, motivations, and lessons. In essence, how they built successful personal brands. Your host is Valerie Sokolowski, author of eight leadership books and nationally known as an authority on executive presence and personal branding. Let's get started. Here's Valerie. Well, welcome today. I cannot believe it. This is podcast number 50. We are so getting ready for our first year anniversary. The first uh, podcast was October 11th. It seems like yesterday. And thanks to you, you have helped make this show in a year one of Apple's top 25 business podcasts. So thank you so much. Keep watching and listening and subscribing and all of that. Let me tell you what today is about. We're just going to be having a conversation. And it's going to be with my guest, Jennifer Drez, who writes the most creative, interesting children's books. And they all start with good night. Well, of course, when you're tucking your little one in, you say good night, honey. Well, look at this. Here's a good night, Dallas. And here is a good night, Cowtown. That's for Fort Worth. And here is a good night san antonio and coming is one we'll talk about good night firehouse so just really interesting uh and before we go any further i do want to thank betty Ryder boutique for this lovely top that uh, she's graciously allowed me to wear on the show and you can visit her store which is uh just a fabulous boutique at the located at the plaza at uh, preston center betty Ryder. Go in her red door and you'll see some goodies. So, hi Jennifer. Hello, it's an honor to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're welcome. And you said this is your first podcast. Are it you is, nervous? I am a little nervous. <laughs> this is my first podcast. I've never done one before. So oh, you know what? If it makes you feel any better, I'm nervous over on every one of them. I get a little <laughs> I think the day we are not a little bit edgy you know i don't want any yes. arrogance ever we're staying authentic so i think that's good be a well, little nervous. nervous and excitement are supposed to good. be very similar correct well and excitement to talk about you and how you came up with this concept i know that uh, you have a degree in art history and in finance and that sounds like okay two things career is launched maybe how did this come about well i I stayed home and raised my three my three boys and then when my youngest went to kindergarten I decided it was time to take on a project and my a friend Robin Bumstead and I had been in New Orleans together and had seen Goodnight Nola and had thought you know Fort Worth needs something that was a like book this. that's Goodnight a book Nola. Okay. Cornell Landry um, wrote that book and he had anyway it's been it's a great book it takes you all through New Orleans saying goodnight and so we took that concept hmm. and I reached out to him and he was gracious enough to help us figure out kind of the roadmap and how to how to go about doing it. Hmm. And then um, we created Goodnight Caltown and have had a great time going into schools, reading it to children. And that led me to the other books as well. All right. So I've looked at these and I know what they're about. What's the real purpose of this? Really to instill a sense of pride in children about hmm. where they're from and where they're growing up. and 
also to introduce them to all the cultural institutions and all the things that really make that city unique. I, I thought this was very interesting. I'm going to pick up the one on Dallas for a couple of reasons. So the skyline, of course. So, you know, if you think about tucking a little one in and the things that they would see in their little city, it just goes to page by page. I just have to show you this because I think it's, it's really very well done. Thank you. So obviously we're known for the red horse on the top of the old mobile oil building and the Renaissance Tower. And then you go into uh, the old Red Dealey Plaza, which is interesting. And just step by step, all of the visuals that kids can recognize. And then at the back, this I thought was great, is the explanation of all of those. Now, as an author, I know that you have to get permission for a lot of things. What was yes. the process for getting permission to post these things? Well, we did reach out to each organization and find a contact within each one and have them sign basically a form giving us permission. Mm -hmm. And then those blurbs, we did pass by each organization and make sure that they were happy with the way we represented them okay. and the way we explained what they did making it legal yes making it legal making sure that everybody was on the same page well Jennifer this particular book is a little different it has a companion and it says right at the top walk stem now our audience and I certainly know what stem is all about how did you happen to write one related to stem Koshi Dingra, who lives here in Dallas she has an organization called talk stem mm -hmm. and they have walks that they have videoed and focusing on STEM activities. So it would they have a lot of different walks based on the places in the book. And so she reached out and just asked if we could do a walk STEM edition of Goodnight Dallas. And so you can go to her website, talk STEM, and find different walks where they explain the science, technology, engineering, math activities that a child can do at those locations and teach them to look at those places in a different way. STEM, okay. Well, so I went to the website, Jennifer, and it was very interesting. They told a story about Starbucks and thinking about STEM. First of all, what is STEM? Science, Science technology, engineering, math. math. Okay, so in this article, they were referring to Starbucks, and we all go to Starbucks, right, most of us? not too often <laughs> it's expensive but anyway they talked about how starbucks puts stem in place to make your coffee faster and they have to think about all these aspects of stem now tell us about that that sounds really interesting i think yes i think they have to have streamlined the way they do things yeah and um they have to know how to mix the drinks in a very fast way chemically so they can, maybe chemically, not chemically so but get it to the to the client as fast as possible uh -huh. and write their name on it and call out names um, I think for, for so for a child to put on that stem lens and mm -hmm. walk in there and look and be really look at those processes instead of just ordering a drink and then simply picking their drink up and you know going about their day mm -hmm. to really look at that and really kind of look at it in, through a different mindset through like looking at how they go about doing that and what math concepts are put into place and what engineering concepts they're using uh, and in the book, I guess this is a pullout, which is a couple of 
geometric things that they can play with and yes. so forth. Anyway, what a great idea. It's a great organization. They are doing great things. They go into different schools and present these ideas. And as well, I think they're a strong resource for homeschoolers and oh, sure. just really the community in general. She's so, doing a great job. Well, and so, yes, she is. And so are you with her. Tell us about the new book coming. And it's a little different as well. Okay, this is kind of a departure for me. This is going to be Goodnight Firehouse. And um, like really, it's about, I had three boys, as you know, and growing up, they loved going to the firehouse and they loved learning about fire engines and fire trucks and all the different, the brush trucks and uh-huh. the planes that would put out fires. And so this book kind of takes you through the firehouse saying goodnight and then teaching you about the different fire trucks, the fire machines. And then in the back, we kind of go through some fire safety. And I am, um, I reached out to a firefighter who's over life and fire safety in Fort Worth, Kyle, mm-hmm. Kyle Clay, and um, just kind of had coffee with him and talked about different fires, like fire safety and what he thought was important and told him about the book. And he, um, he just, he looked at me and he's like, you know what, can I have a crack at this? I, he toys with cartoons and he's a great illustrator that had never done a book. And so he has, um, he's put images to the words and has done a fabulous job and I'm so excited. So, so he's the artist. He's the artist. So he's a firefighter and this is his first time to illustrate a book. But so Goodnight Firehouse and this actually is the Fort Worth number two station that he has put on there. But he's done a fabulous job and it's been a lot of fun working with him. So you're the writer and then you have artists. Yes. What's been the biggest challenge for you as an author, as a fellow author? Really I'm self-published author, so um, really distribution and marketing is um, promoting yourself, I think, is a difficult thing to do. In any and, industry. <laughs> yes. So I would say that's probably the biggest challenge. Well, what's been the greatest success? You've been doing this how many years? Since 2012. Okay. So what, what are you most proud of? I enjoy just going into the schools and talking to the children and oh. seeing them. I think they get very excited seeing places that they've been to that they've driven by and recognize or that they you know they have a special story about going to one of these places with their grandmother or just really interacting with children and seeing them enjoy the stories so the pride instilling the pride in the city when they're just little little ones i think that's a great idea and encouraging them to go to these institutions well that's true in fact as i was (laughs) as i was looking at some of these in different cities i thought well i haven't been to that i probably when i go to san antonio or cowtown i probably ought to go there (laughs) you know uh jennifer we're going to do something a little different this time i said we're going to have a conversation and listeners you always make such great comments so you know it's all about branding so here we go we do have some comments and let's listen to what some of them are and jennifer i don't think you'll get stumped anna our wonderful producer what have we got out there already and some questions? All right, so um, I was looking through and there's some interesting about, um, you know, you were talking about doing this for some years now. What was the, um, um, what wish, what did you wish you knew when you started? <laughs> Gosh, um, I guess, I. Well, I, I wish I knew more um, about marketing and public relations and how to really get a product into somebody's hands. Um, that's been a journey, and I've 
still learning. I don't think I'll ever we never <laughs> stop, stop learning. learning. And I think, especially with this new book, since it's not based on a location, it's going to be a new challenge. Um, and I'm excited to just kind of learn different ways of doing of doing this and getting books into children's hands mm-hmm. and hopefully mm-hmm. teaching them about fire safety and what to do if they encounter a fire. Do you have any new book in mind besides the firehouse moving into other genres? You know, I think I would like to do a, an actual story, maybe about a child. Um, I think there's so much anxiety in, mm. in childhood, and, and I think maybe addressing something that have a fun story about a child, um, finding a way to deal with their anxiety, I think would be a fun book to do. And self-confidence. Yes. There's a lot of bullying it's, out there, There Jennifer. is a lot. And I think with social media and everything, I think everything mm-hmm. is just compounded. That would be a great book. So that's, that would be that's, a great book. I don't know. Just I've toyed with the idea if that's as far as I've gotten. Well, you know, don't you find, and I'm sure you do too, that those of you listening or watching, whatever you're doing, that it, you start with doing whatever that is, like the fist I'm holding up, but then life takes you through other little genres or other little journeys and you never know i'll just speak for myself for a moment i never knew what one aspect of what i was doing at the very beginning what it would lead to i didn't know it would lead to speaking i didn't know it would lead to doing workshops on leadership i didn't know it would certainly lead to executive coaching and now a podcast and all the elements so being open to all of that is is so fun and that's what i'm hearing you say you're open to different and that would be really different off the wall for you wouldn't it? so we'll see and this will i mean i'll I'll see how this goes and then oh it'll go well i'm sure it will when i think one of the the best things about the whole process is all the people you meet along the way and the relationships you form that's kind of been the best surprise and and the team i mean now i've got yes you know people that i rely on and hopefully rely on me and we get we get these books, you know, produced and have fun while we're doing it. Good teaming. That's good important. teaming for sure. Anna, any yes. other questions? Um, tying in with the per- with the people you were working, you were saying you had a team. Um, there's a question about technology. What was the technology that helped you the most? Being a self-published author, I bet that there's a lot of things that you think, oh, this is great. And this, uh, on the other hand, I'm like, I hate technology. What was the technology that helped you the most? Gosh, I think uh, Facebook is great. I think um, really just, I mean, technology, but also just not being scared to reach out, call people and, and ask for help. <laughs> it's been mm. a big part of it. Um, I, and I'm not great with, with social media and technology, so that's something I'm trying Yet. to. I'm I trying feel to no one is. <laughs> Everyone feels like their technology is overwhelming, right? Exactly. And I'm definitely in that boat. I think my children are, have a much better grasp of it than I do. And uh, lastly, uh, another question regarding um, family. How does your family inspire you uh, in the writing process or in the book creation process? My family are, are they're a part of it all. They they do a lot of the reading and proofing and editing with me. And especially the firehouse was definitely a product that we created because our boys were just loved fire machines. Uh, but they've they've been a, a great part of all the books. And it's it's been a lot of fun just for us as a family to tackle these and um have them see the whole process, mm. you know, from beginning to end because it it's you know, it's a an idea, and then a lot of editing. I think 
I mean, every there's probably not one sentence that I started with that's in any of these books. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of editing and a lot of rewriting. So, I mean, I think that's one of the things we talk to children about when we go into schools, just about how important that editing process is and reading aloud. And the fact that sometimes kids aren't taught spelling like they used to, that's a problem. I also think it's really interesting, I don't know about you all listening today, but if you've read novels, even by famous authors, I think it's so fun when I find a typo. I agree. I think, oh, that <laughs> editor didn't catch that, and I did. And should I write the author and tell him to, on page 23? <laughs> change that. I think we all anyway. have that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm curious about what you're curious about. Just in life, you're a, you're a creative person, and what, what do you find curious about life? Gosh, um relationships people uh-huh. I am um, I enjoy meeting people and I enjoy just that interaction. Just journey and interaction mm-hmm. and just finding out what people what makes other people tick I think is so interesting it is isn't and it yes we're all yes. different we are all different and everybody has a has a story and I think that's a lot of fun just to I, I enjoy talking to people. You know, story, glad you mentioned that, talking to people. So I'm currently taking a storytelling class. Now, I have to tell stories in front of audiences all the time. But I thought, right. well, this will be kind of different. I want to see how they do that. And it's been very fascinating. In the class, there are about seven people. That's all. And everyone in the class is so different age ethnicity mm-hmm. goals what they do in life what they don't do in life and listening to their stories and how they craft them and the depth where they go to pull up those stories i just think it's it's well it's let's just say jesus taught in parables because stories resonate So it's been a fascinating journey. I wonder if there have been stories. Let's just talk about books you like to read. Stories or what do you like to read? I love to read historical fiction. Hmm. I think um, learning something, but you know, with a fun twist, is always a great read for me. Okay. Um, And then I also I do my beach reads as well. Just when I need a a mental vacation, I think a a book is a ideal place to jump into just get away in the yes. in the pages i love you, to read you uh, so your mom and you've raised these three kids and i'm sure that there have been some life lessons or business lessons or educational whatever i'd love to hear from you what you'd share with us in terms Gosh, of gosh parenting yeah. i think is just it's humbling and <laughs> I think you realize there's there's always a fire. There's you know so you just try to pay attention to the fire that's burning the brightest. <laughs> but, Handling the fires, yes. But um, and laughing. Uh huh. I think um, and I think in spending time together for us when we can get away as a family and just just our little group of five. Mm-hmm. I think those are just our best memories. Making memories Making is important, memories for isn't sure. it? But I think parenting is, it's hard. Um, and, and no one tells you that when you have children. <laughs> no. <laughs> How hard it is. I think it's because you're basically, your heart is going outside of your body, mm-hmm. you know, with each one. Every time they embark on an adventure, your heart goes with them. You bet. So. 
And you learn a lot of leadership lessons, don't you, raising kids? Yes, you sure do. For sure. And management lessons. And management, time management, calendar management. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. I I just remember so clearly through the early years when I was at home with the children, and I had three, and they were two years apart and then 18 months apart. So I was very busy. And my husband was with IBM, and we'd go to events, and people would say, and what do you do? as if I was supposed to answer some wonderful big position. And it always took me back because I felt then like saying, humbly saying, well, I, you know, it's just an interesting comment I'll make to those of you listening when you go to events, never ask a woman who's in a social event with a man or even a man with a woman these days, what do you do? Right. Why? Because there are a lot of people who have had major positions, who have been rift, uh, mergers and acquisitions happen, and maybe one or the other are not working, and then that's awkward. And then back to the woman, uh, you don't know if they are a stay-at-home mom or not, dad too. So a better question, I don't know you're wondering, Valerie, so what would you say? Well, in my book, Do It Right... <laughs> which is on Amazon, I talk about things around business etiquette and social savvy. A good thing to say instead is, tell me what keeps you busy these days when you're meeting a stranger. Because then, Jennifer, if I say that to you, you can take it to business or not. Right. But wherever you take it, there I will go. I love that. that. Do you like that? Yes. Tip for the day. I love that tip. Good. Put that into use. I have right. I have another one. I've heard good. this one and I thought it was really good. It's um, asking someone what lights you up because you can talk about your interests. You can talk about maybe something that you know you've been doing that was interesting and maybe tying up tying that with an interest a person has instead hmm. of asking what they do. What lights you what up? Lights was yes. that the question? Yes. What, what lights gets you, you up? jazzed? Like what makes yeah. you happy? Is that, and you can say, oh, today I was very happy to, you know, volunteer I did, or like I took my grandchildren out on a walk, something right. like that. I do, I love to volunteer. My son and I are, are involved with YMSL, and I love... What is that? It's Young, Young Men's Service League. Okay. So um, we do, we volunteer together, which is always That's a nice. fun thing to do with, with your children. Um, I also, I love to be outside. I love to go on a walk or go on a hike. Sure or get on a paddleboard, anything where I'm out in nature, I think gives you a greater just sense of calm and just, we are just a little tiny bit of this whole big world. Mm-hmm. Puts things in perspective. Grounds you, doesn't yes. it? Yes. Literally, on the ground. Exactly. Is there anything else you'd want to share with us to, uh, to just say to the audience about starting as an entrepreneur and what you've been through? And I think always... Takes? asking for help when you need it and reaching out to people and making those connections I think is really what's helped me I think people are surprisingly always not always but most likely willing to help and always open to suggestions and ideas and helping you take that first step why is it so hard Jennifer why is it so hard to ask for help but for many of us, it is. It is. And I hear this all the time. So thank you for that last 
Pearl yes. of Wisdom. I think that's uh, that's right on. When you first, the very first time in business with these this entrepreneur business that you have now, the first time you reached out for help, what what gave you the the guts to do that? And who did you reach out to? Do you remember? I think the first the first book, Goodnight Cowtown, the first piece person I reached out to was Cornell Landry, who wrote Goodnight Nola. And who knew if he was going to, you know, pick up the phone and call me or, you know, I, I think I emailed him and he did. He called and said, I said, you know, tell me about this. You know, we really want to do this for Fort Worth. And he's like, go for it. Mm. And I mean, he, he was willing to put out a hand to help me. And that, that's, that that's really what got Robin and I started with Goodnight Cowtown. And that's a great example because here was a man that wrote that book right. and he could have seen you as competition. Exactly. And he exactly. didn't. No. So that I was really that. what got us started. I love that. I'll remember that the next time I have to reach out to someone I'm a little nervous about. But actually, yes. I've learned not to be, truly have. And this podcast has been partially responsible because I've found gratefully that for the most part, anyone I've tried to reach out to has responded. Now, have they always said they can be on the show? No, right. but most of the time they say yes. And that's a great lesson both for me and for you. So with that, I'm going to bring closure to our conversation today. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, how can we reach you now, Jennifer, those people who want to know more about your books? Well, you can find me on Facebook. You can also reach me through my email, jennifer at jenniferdrez.com or info at goodnightdallas.com or info at goodnightsanantonio.com. Okay, well, there they all are. <laughs> there they all are. So, yes, I'd love to hear from people. And I'm sure that they'd love to reach out because these are really good books. Thank, thank you so you, much, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. It has been fun. We'll have to have tea. Yes. <laughs> So for those of you listening and watching, thanks so much again. In the meantime, until next week, you know what I'm going to say. Stay authentic and live your brand and show up with presence. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. To receive Valerie's voice, free monthly leadership tips, and to learn more about her leadership programs and coaching, visit her website, ValerieAndCompany.com. Next week, we'll be here again to inspire, engage, and equip you with teachable points of view from successful leaders who have been doing it right. Until then, lead authentically.